Welcome to the Voices of Young People podcast, brought to you by Springtide Research Institute. In each episode, we hear directly from young people as they respond to our research and share about the issues impacting their lives. As sociologists and researchers, we see a new story unfolding for young people, one that moves beyond traditional institutional boundaries and requires careful attention to the inner and outer lives of emerging generations. At the intersection of being and becoming, it's the Voices of Young People. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Voices of Young People podcast. Uh, I'm Dr. Josh Packard, the Executive Director of Springtide Research Institute, and I'm really excited about season five of the Voices of Young People podcast, which will be coming to you over the next few weeks. We're going to be hearing from Abby and Amethyst, Christian, Daniel, Elise, Josue, Lily, Lucy, Saad, and Zaina, as they tell us all about what Faith Unbundled looks like to them and how that shows up in their lives. And that is the focus of this year's State of Religion and Young People uh, report coming from Springtide. You can find that on our website as you are listening along to these podcasts. It's a free download and digital. You can you can get the print version, I think, for like 12 bucks or something. It's, it's real cheap, thanks to a generous donor. Uh, I've got today, though, we're going to start off in this first episode talking with Marta Abawaji. She's the uh, producer of, of all of our seasons of the Voices of Young People. And um, and she's been interviewing these young people and putting these episodes together. And so I thought I would start off with an overview of the entire season. Marta, welcome and thank you for putting all of this together. Absolutely. It's my great pleasure. I really love getting to talk to different young people every season. Um, whenever we release new products that we we really want to put our research findings in conversation with these voices. And so these the 10 names that you just mentioned, um, they span all different parts of the country. They're between ages 15 and 26. And uh, they really put this navigating uncertainty aspect of our 2021 State of Religion and Young People report. They, they put it into focus in their own lives in ways that um, are always illuminating, always surprising, pleasantly surprising usually, um, but really encouraging too. As someone who, who deeply cares about the way young people are navigating the world and the questions they're asking, I, I walk away from these conversations with my own new insights um, from the things that they're processing and, and willing to share with, with our audience. A really good point. I think, you know, a lot of what we do at Springtide is collect data and we collected a ton of data. None, you know, this year, again, another 10,000 survey responses and, a, and 150 or so interviews. Uh, but then it, it's almost like the work proceeds in two parts. Uh, you know, it's the data collection part and then there's the making sense and bringing to life part. And it's, you know, it's in the storytelling, it's in the graphics, it's how we put the data together, but it's also in these voices of young people. It's to use a, to sort of use Christian imagery. It reminds me of Lazarus. Like this is the data coming to life, you know, mm. um, that these are not, you know, these individual data, like these individual stories are not data points in and of themselves, but they also, it's really difficult to understand the data without these conversations. And so I just, I love the way that you put these, the seasons that go, the seasons of the podcast that go along with the voices of young people, especially, um, or the state of religion and young people, excuse me. Um, I love the way that you put them together because there's, you, you totally remove your voice. It's just an uninterrupted young person's narrative. Um, and I'm curious, like what inspired you to have it just be the voices of young people? Um, why, and why do you think that's so important? Yeah, it, we did this same style for season three of the podcast, um, which dealt with the 2020 
um, State of Religion and Young People report. And so when it came around to doing the 2021 version, we we thought, you know what, there was something really special about um, it, it being singularly one person's voice instead of an exchange, which is obviously rich. We always advocate for adults listening well to young people, but instead of an exchange where um, an interviewer is listening, we wanted it to be distilled to a single young person's experience. And why I find that so valuable to, to continue that for 2021 is because they aren't having to achieve a right answer. Um, I think mm -hmm. sometimes in a conversation, even if someone's trying to share their, their real perspective, when you're relating it to how someone else is going to receive that, an interviewer, you might be more conscientious about um, how you have to bend your answer for the audience. And so the hope is that when it's just a young person explaining in their own words, um, sure, they're, they're giving their perspective away to the thousands of listeners to the podcast, but they're not having to distill it to be correct, to be, um, I mean, maybe it's because I've worked in religious education sometimes, and even the most well-meaning young person who's really asking their own hard questions often is still trying to give the correct, they think there's a correct answer mm -hmm. to give. Mm -hmm. And so I really love that for this year, even with the theme of navigating uncertainty, um, that there, there was no right, there was no wrong. It was just what is their actual perspective and experience. And they were generous to, to let us in on places that have been really challenging, um, places where they really felt like they were flourishing and the ways that um, their questions about the divine show up in all those different circumstances. It's a really, uh, it's a really good point. I mean, if you communication theorists know this, and if you've taken, if people have taken communications classes, maybe in college or something, they would, they would, they might remember this. But you know, every conversation is essentially a series of small compromises, and that's great. I mean, that's what that's that's why conversations can be, you know, so uh, so much of a place for transformation for both parties or for multiple parties. Uh, but I also, and, I, and you know, obviously we advocate for that at a lot of our own publications that adults are having more conversations with young people. But I do like that we pause here and make it not conversational because yeah. you you know you're right. Like we do, we are always sort of molding and adapting. We're watching and as we say things about how that lands with the person we're talking to, yes, and then making exactly. sometimes subtle and sometimes very big adjustments based on the feedback that we get. And this is just sort of a raw look at yep. like what can we get without compromises. Um, and I think that's really important to do sometimes, especially for young people who often don't get the benefit of being heard. Well, so, I mean, all of these stories are so unique. You know, I mean, there's there's 10, as you mentioned, there's 10 different young people. They come from all over the country, lots of different backgrounds. We're asking them the same set of questions, though. So when you think about them in total, I mean, or even individually, like what what is something that surprised you or something that you learned as you were doing these interviews? I um, was pleasantly surprised by how many young people mentioned nature as being really essential to um, how they connected in their spiritual practices, how they um, centered themselves, how they felt rooted. I, I think the majority all pointed to being outside. And a lot of these young people live in dense cities, um, but they were really mindful to find an area, whether it's a park, whether it's a hiking trail, 
um, where they felt like they could escape and come back to themselves in a way or come back to their sense of, of God or a higher power. And that is across so many different spiritualities. I mean, we have young people who are Jewish, Baha'i, Muslim, Christian, just identify as spiritual um, and put their own, you know, definition of what it means to be spiritual in a lot of different ways. They, they pretty consistently pointed to nature and the outdoors as a really essential place for them. Um, Especially so. maybe even now when for a lot of people living in cities during COVID, you know, find getting out was hard at various well, times. And, and you get different aspects of COVID in these episodes too, because they were recorded um, mainly in uh, spring 2021, mm -hmm. um, though they're releasing in fall 2021. That's, you know, it's the thick of the pandemic and these young people are either in careers or students and that has been their reality um, all throughout, you know, the last year and a half plus. So they get, um, they, they get real about how, how the pandemic is a struggle too and the way that intersects with their spiritual identities and practices. And I think it's important to remember for, for a lot of adults, the pandemic uh, is still, at least in their heads, lives as like a blip on the radar. Um, you know, this weird thing that happened, you know, during their lives. But if you're a young person, you, you have to remember for them, this is now going into their third academic year that's been significantly disrupted Precisely. by COVID. Yep. And, uh, and that is, you know, we, we are verging on you know, for some places that are senior, you know, if they have like a junior and senior high for high school, that's their entire high school experience. Um, you know, that, that they're, if, or this is the majority of what they've experienced as college has been during COVID online, you know, back mm -hmm. and forth. And so the, I think, we, I think it's really important that we hear those stories about how they're navigating those and not see those as like, oh, well, that was the case during COVID. Well, everything's during COVID now. I mean, it's, you know, this is the reality that's here with us for a while and has been already for a while and even longer you know, if you've only lived 18 years in your whole life, you know, and like totally. now three of them have been significantly disrupted by, by COVID. Um, Marta, you, so before coming to Springtide, you worked with young people. You mentioned that you were in Christian education and some other roles where you were doing, you know, religious based things with young people. If you were sitting down, uh, you know, listening to these podcasts as they come out over the next few weeks and, and reading through the state of religion and young people report about navigating uncertainty, you know, what is it that you would get or what, what would you hope that people in those similar roles, even parents, religious leaders, youth pastors would get from listening to the podcast, reading through the report, clicking through the various assets that we have embedded there? Yeah, I, I really encourage you, if you are just listening to the podcast and you haven't yet downloaded the free report, please do, because um, it, it makes these episodes that much richer um, to put the two in conversation, mm -hmm. but I I would hope that as you listen to these different um, stories and experiences of the 10 guests, that their exploration is taken um, really seriously instead of being like, oh, well, that's just what one young person said. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that you can see the 10 voices have, even though they have very um, different seasons of life they might be in and, um, different religious identities, what they're saying 
really correlates with our our data about faith unbundled. Um, that's a, a key theme that you will get deeper through the report of what does it look like to have a sort of unbundling and bundling of practices um, that hold different experiences across different religions, across different spiritual traditions in tandem, um, where a young person might identify in a certain way um, religiously, but they also might borrow from other traditions um, outside of their own religious identity. And you hear that in the guests, but then you also see that actual data in our quantitative and qualitative research. And what I would hope then that a religious educator or some sort of spiritual guide or youth pastor or, or teacher, parent, that they would say, okay, young people are thinking deeply about these things. Therefore, I should take their questions really seriously. And I, one, shouldn't write their questions off, but I also shouldn't be so scared of their questions or scared of their doubt or uncertainty. It's not something to fix. It's not something to solve, but it's something to, um, to journey with. And as these young people are asking hard, critical questions and reflecting in deep ways, that you can accompany them through that process um, without having to feel like, oh, their uncertainty here is something I need to fix. I can instead just um, sit with it with them, listen well, and maybe ask, ask some questions too. And, and that is, uh, if we've achieved that with, with people who read the report and listen to the episodes, we've done our job because that is what young people across the country have authentically reflected back to us, that they are thinking deeply, asking hard questions, and they, they want people who will wrestle that with them, not to um, be scared of, of the process, but embrace the process, even joyfully embrace the process. Yeah, they're not, uh, yeah, they're not a problem to be fixed, I think, when it comes to their uncertainty. And that comes through loud and clear. And, and especially when you read last year's State of Religion and Young People Report about relational authority, in conjunction with this one about navigating uncertainty, I think you get a pretty clear roadmap for how to deal with their questions without, you know, even though you may have the impulse to want to wade in and tell them what to do, um, understanding that that's probably not the effective first way to start and that, and that you can listen first and, and listen, I think, sort of without fear. Like you said, like, listen open-heartedly. The, these voices are so diverse. I think, you know, one of the other things I would recommend is you can get overwhelmed by the diversity. Uh, but as you listen, try and find the thing from each episode that is true for the kids and young people in your life. And I think you'll find that there are elements in everybody's story from this season that if you're around any amount of young people, even, even your own kids is all, like you'll see elements of truth in all those 10 diverse stories that are showing yeah. up in, uh, you know, in, in just the young people that you know. It, it's, it's unlikely that any of their stories are going to match the young people's lives that, that you're involved with directly, like one for one, that's not the point. Um, but you'll you'll see those strands. Uh, well, Marta, I I love this I love the season. Every season is is so unique, um, but with that common thread of of really highlighting and putting forth the voices of young people. So again, thanks. And folks, we'll be releasing uh, these one a week over the next uh, couple of months, and and so we encourage you to 
um, listen, subscribe, please leave us a review. If you like listening to the voices of young people, that it helps other people to find our podcast and go and download the report. It'll be on our website at springtideresearch.org. And again, the digital version is packed with additional resources right there in the margins that you can click on and, and watch videos and webinars and podcasts and you know see blog posts that young people have written and that we've that our other experts have written and conversations with religious leaders from across the spectrum. It's it's really great stuff. Or you can get the print version for just about $12 on our website or Amazon. Uh, thanks again for listening, everybody, and look forward to the weeks to come. Yeah, thanks. Visit springtideresearch.org to hear more voices of young people and to download our latest report, The State of Religion and Young People 2021, Navigating Uncertainty. Thanks to a very generous donation, the digital version of this report is free to download. Springtide Research Institute is supported by donors who believe in the critical research and insight-generating work we do on behalf of young people. Make your own tax-deductible donation with a variety of giving options on our website today. Today's show was produced by Marta Abuaji and TJ Birnbaum with original music by high school student Christian Unthink. Special thanks to the 10 guests featured on season five and to all the young people whose voices and perspectives make our research possible. Follow us on social media at We Are Springtide and interact with a variety of resources connected to the 2021 report with the hashtag Religion and Young People 2021. Thanks for listening.